How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Weekend Variety Show for Saturday, November the 20th. Hello, my friends. Hope you're well. And today I want to tell you about a game I have played and completed called Control by Remedy Entertainment. Now, I talk about this game a lot. It's from the studio who made Alan Wake and Quantum Break. It's been around for a while. It released in 2019. And it is very, very good. I highly recommend the game. It's my favorite game that they have done, albeit I haven't played the Max Payne games. And you might remember I talked a few weeks ago about how I actually started really enjoying this game after I changed my gaming environment. The first time I played it, it it was not my cup of tea. So what were the things that I did love about Control? Well, probably the biggest thing is its atmosphere. I think undoubtedly, if you have managed to get yourself sucked into the world of Control, there's not a lot of games like it. It's very spooky. It's got some great sound effects. And I really did want to just take a lot of time and explore everything that was in the world, just because of how unique the entire story is. And along those lines, I think they did a tremendous job with world building. It feels like every nook and cranny of that game rewards you with some kind of paper or collectible that just adds on to the mystique and the ongoing storyline, which for a lot of games is kind of the thing that you would skip. But I found myself in control pretty frequently reading the things that I picked up because it was just so interesting. And it wasn't just the written word either. They had a lot of FMV segments with who they call Dr. Darling. He did a tremendous job as the actor. He was the most entertaining thing of the whole game, in my opinion. There were a lot of audio logs as well, which really furthered the development of some of the characters in the game. And overall, it just felt like everything in Control felt so unique. I think one of the defining characteristics of the game is what they call altered items, in which they take these kind of everyday items and turn them into something a little bit more paranormal. And so there's one level where there's just like an infinite number of clocks, and you go into this area that is just littered with clocks everywhere. You have to like climb over them in order to fight your enemies and whatnot. It made for a really interesting set piece. And my favorite quest in the game, uh, it was about a fridge, which was just causing havoc. And the only way to placate the fridge was to look at it. Well, they managed to get it contained, and then they need to have somebody just staring at the fridge all day. And then, what do you know, they assign somebody on fridge duty, and they forget about him. And so you stumble across him, and he's like, Please help me! I've been staring at this fridge for 24 hours! Oh, it's a nightmare. And along those lines, I do think another one of the strengths of Control is in its quest design. The main storyline was highly entertaining, but really the side quests had a lot of standouts as well. I was really, really glad that I went back to play the side quests afterwards because I finished the main game and I was thinking of just moving on, but there was a lot of really good stuff there. And then, of course, I I have to mention the combat as well. Probably the most satisfying combat that I've played in a very long time because it is a combination of third-person shooter and superpowers. The best superpower, in my opinion, was the launch ability, in which you used your telekinesis to just grab any item in the world and whip it at your enemies. There was so much environment design in this game, it was so good. Now, were there any downsides to the game? Yeah, probably. I actually do think the main storyline was just kind of fine or acceptable, and then at the very end, I actually had no idea what was happening. It could be just because I was an idiot, but I I did have to Google, you know, control ending explained. The other downside for me was that there was a lot of confusion around where I was supposed to go a lot of the times, and the map did not help at all. 
And it makes sense for the world that they built. It's, it's meant to be a very confusing place to navigate, but it made for a negative experience, in my opinion. I don't know how they would have mitigated that, but it's just something I noted. So anyway, I am now fully invested in Remedy Entertainment. I am pretty sure that I'm going to go and play the DLCs for this game. And then, you know, anything they release after this point is going to be definitely catching my eye. They made a really great game, and uh, I encourage you to look up some gameplay or reviews or anything like that. And if you're in for something a little spooky, then this is a good game for you. By the way, the other big plus of this game is that it is fairly short. Or at least it felt very short. It is very, very rare when I say, man, I wish that game was longer. And in this case, I kind of did. So take that as you will. My friends, thank you so much for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. Of course, back tomorrow with another variety show. Back with the news on Monday. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Ah, Control. Fantastic game. Still have to play the DLCs, but I'm sure I will. If nothing else, just to see the, the Alan Wake stuff. Which I know isn't too significant, apparently, but... Whatever, it's, it's more of the game. I'm not getting right to it because I'm spending most of my time right now playing Halo Infinite, which is really good. It's a very good game. I know I complained a lot yesterday or, or recently about how everybody is complaining about the cosmetics, but I'm not letting that get to me. In fact, you might remember a while ago I talked about doing a bit of a social media blackout. No more Reddit, no more Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, none of that nonsense. And, uh, it went really, really well for, for, a, like, a week, or, I don't know, a few days. And then we had our, uh, like, a personal emergency, a family emergency. And when that happened, it was like, okay, screw it. Like, I, I need something to mindlessly do for a little bit, so... I went back to social media, but I'm starting it again, uh, well, as of last night. We're in a better spot now, I don't feel the need to escape into something like that. And, uh, in the meantime, I'm gonna try and find, like, other things to escape into... You know, like playing Halo Infinite, that's a that's a pretty good one. I don't know, I also need, I just need something that is a little mindless, you know? I think shooters are good for that, but reading is not good for that. I was reading my book today, and, you know, it, I just kind of registered like, man, this takes a lot of effort. It's not easy for me to read, it, it takes energy. So if I'm looking for something to re regenerate, uh, reading is not a great option for me. I guess television is the other option, probably better than social media. I do find that watching something on TV is... It's always one of those things where I do it, and then I'm like, man, I should do this more. Like, I never go out of my way to watch a movie or watch a television show, unless it's with Shelby, right? It's always with Shelby. Or, like, a, a not-so-intense thing that I can watch while I work, but more often than not, I'm just watching streamers when I do that. And so when it comes to watching something on, on TV, whenever I actually do go out of my way to do it, I'm always like, man... That was a lot of fun. I should do that more often. And then I never do that more often. And that's one of those things that's really easy to just sit back and turn your brain off for a while. So maybe I should try doing that as well. At least that way I can have something to talk about on the after show, you know? Hey, I watched this cool movie. Instead of being like, hey, I doom scrolled on Twitter all day. What's up with you? You know, I mean, not to I'm not trying to make every part of my life productive. That's kind of what I'm trying to avoid. But it wouldn't feel like I wouldn't be watching the movie so that I could talk about it on the after show. It would just be a nice plus. I will say we've been, uh, this weekend I was trying to, like, find something for Shelby and I to do. It's another thing, right? Like, when Shelby has a day off of work, more often than not we just stay at home and, like, do nothing. 
clean up the house a little bit, cook dinner, whatever. And we never go out and do stuff. And so I've been trying to make this conscious effort to find stuff to do. And I was doing some Googling today and, of course, lots of Christmas events happening right now. But the problem is there's like two, there's like two options. We either go to the Christmas markets, which is fine. It's good for a walk. But like we're not going to be buying anything. We almost never buy something at a market unless it's food. Uh, or we go to drive in like, I don't know, they're do- in, in my town, they're doing like a reverse Christmas parade where instead of the parade coming to you, you go to the parade in your car. I'm like, I don't want to do that. There's some places around here which are doing like an art installation with with lights, I think, with lighting and it's Christmas themed. And so they're like, hey, come do a drive through of this lighting thing. And it's like a $20 sign up. I'm like, what, we're going to drive through a bunch of pretty lights for 10 minutes and spend 20 bucks on that? Like, I don't know. So I don't know. I got to find something to do. Anyway, folks, I'm going to get going. Thanks for being here. Hope you're well and uh, take care of yourself.